Hello guys, welcome to a long-awaited edition of the Real Time Online Podcast. It's been a minute. Tonight, we're a wee bit different. We're calling this a bit of a volcast, because I'm joined tonight by the Real Time Volunteers, some of them. We're lucky to have these guys, um, so we're just going to have a wee chat about what we've been up to, and how the first kind of nine, ten months of volunteering's kind of going. If you're interested in real-time volunteering, you can check it out on our website. We have a section dedicated to volunteers where you can apply, or you can contact myself uh, at Real-Time Music, give the office number a phone, it's again, it's on our website, and uh, you can get in touch with us there. But, I'm going to shut up now. What we're going to do first, guys, is introduce you to the volunteers. Some of you that are listening might know some of these folks, um, some of you that are listening might not. Um, so just one at a time, we're just going to introduce ourselves and tell, us a wee bit, tell ourselves a wee bit about each other. So whoever wants to crack on, go for it. Alright, I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm Paige. <coughs> I've been here longer than dinosaurs. No. <laughs> uh, I, I started real time in like 2016 and I've been in and out a lot since just helping out and doing my own thing. So I've been volunteering for sort of like five-ish, six years, 500 hours. Hey. You know, it's not like I had much better to do anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Making yeah. it sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the most exciting part of my week. So that's not yeah. true. You're training to be a vet. Well, true, but I mean, I don't know. It's still pretty. It's pretty exciting, regardless of what else I've got going on. Good. So, um, yeah. Cool. Thanks, Paige. Who who nice. wants to go next? All right. Oh, save for the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm calling, and for, for those who are like listening, going, who's that? It's also Seabass, right? <laughs> I hope I don't have to explain how I get that name ever again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the night. I've been volunteering real time since about October 2022. So it's not all that long. So I was surprised to see how many hours I've clocked up in the old salt tire today. That was mm. um, very humbling. So it's not been that long, um, but I do feel like I've been... Um, part of the family and I've enjoyed it very much. I get a lot out of the madness and the chaos that unfolds every time. <laughs> and that's what we come here for. So uh yeah, um I hope there's there's many more years ahead, eh? Absolutely man. Cool. Thanks man. Cheers for that. Who's next? Hi, I'm Kira and most of you will know me from the Wednesday night young sound. Um I have been volunteering at real time for a few months now so Seeing that I'd done over 50 hours was was just amazing. I love coming here and making a difference in everybody's lives, whether it be teaching somebody how to sing or just helping somebody one day if they're like not really feeling that great. Like Just being able to be there for them, make a difference in somebody's life in some sort of way is just amazing and I love coming in here and it's a rewarding feeling walking out the door every night knowing that you have made a difference in somebody's life. So that's why I volunteer at the whole time. Kira went deep. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, what's happening? I'm Ezra. <laughs> I've been at Real Time as a member since 2016. I was at Paige's first workshop. <laughs> and since January, I've been a volunteer here. So some of you might already know me. Been a long journey. Uh, if it wasn't for Real Time, I wouldn't have picked up guitar again or even looked into playing drums at all. There you go. Cool. And for those of you that are listening on fairly good headphones, that's Ezra stomping his feet. 
specifically. Aye, aye, they're, they're making a nice wee bass noise there. Um, cool guys, well, we've got a few, few more guys to get introduced to, so let's keep it going. I'll go. I'm Craig. I'm the other Craig, the new Craig. Not to be confused with me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the old Craig. Um, <laughs> since February? Yeah. Um, apparently I've clocked up 50 hours. Does not feel like it. It's been a very, very pleasant, if occasionally hectic, 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's outside of obviously family, it's kind of become what my week revolves around. Um, trying to plan things so that I can be certain I can be here. Um, and it's also increasingly, I, I'm kind of here for the wee, the wee breakthrough moments, the wee eureka moments that yeah. some of the participants seem to have. Um, just waiting for those light bulbs. Mm-hmm. Benefit from my experience or letting them benefit from my mistakes over yeah. the years. Um, it's, it's, it's been rewarding. And I'm looking forward to, yeah, lots more breakthrough moments. Yeah. No, it's a, you know, perks of the job, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, cool, two left. Let's go. Um, hi, I'm Jenny. Um, I started out as a young person in the Young Sound about eight years ago or so, and I've been back volunteering um, in between that time. Real time for me when I came here as a young person was like a bit of a lifeline. It gave me something to do during my week when I wasn't able to go to school, and it was a great place to make friends, so I really wanted to come back and help be part of creating that for new young people. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> Oh dear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, best to last, obviously. That is just my life motto at this point. Uh, my name's Christopher, and I'm probably the newest one here. I've been here since about May-ish. Uh, so I, I'm the newbie. And in this room, there's probably newer ones outside, I think. Maybe. Uh, maybe. maybe. Uh, uh, quite possibly. Quite possibly, yeah, but I've, I've been kind of, this uh, real time's been the kind of, it's a stepping stone in kind of my journey through music. I started in kind of primary five, but playing the clarinet, kind of went through high school, all the high school, then it came to about study leave and I went, what now? And I'd, I'd kind of been up here for Battle of the Bands and uh, I, through the school, they kind of, uh, I think the real-time guys went, Aye, we, we kind of liked some ease, so if you want to come up here and volunteer, that would be great. And I put in my application, so, yeah. There you go. So we've, we've got a mix, obviously. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I don't know why you're listening to this if you don't know me, but uh, my name's Craig, and part of my job at real-time for the last nine months has been recruiting and helping to kind of um, bed in some of the volunteers um, so I'm kind of the guy who looks at the applications and, and gets the guys into workshops and deals with training and that kind of stuff um, but mainly I'm, it's usually just me on WhatsApp or an email going can you come and help me please <laughs> um, so it's been a, for me it's been a crack nine months I've really enjoyed um, working with you guys getting to know the guys that I didn't really know before um, seeing some familiar faces come back in, in a more kind of um, mature capacity and, and, and helping the guys out 
um, helping out the young people. Um, so it's been really fun for me to invite people back, but also to get to know brand new folk. But just my favourite bit of the last nine months has been the kind of impacts I'm hearing from young people and from staff. Um, the volunteering programme has been really successful in, in making our workshops better. Um, so with that in mind, guys, I'm going to throw it out to you. Um, if you want to think about some highlights, maybe some moments that you've been like, okay, this isn't what I thought this was, but I'm really glad it's this. Or if there's been any kind of moments where you've been a wee bit freaked out and a wee bit kind of like, wow, this is, this is you know, really mind-blowing stuff. Anything that springs to mind that's had an impact on you guys, um, it'd be really cool to hear that and, and hear what that is. Um, for me, it was really like, real time, I didn't really know what I was getting into. Essentially, I knew it was music, I knew it was a charity to help aid in children's and young people's mental health. And that is essentially why I came, because I feel strongly about the cause, because I suffered a lot as a young person myself, especially through way my journey through music. So if I could make that journey slightly easier for somebody else, um, that was basically what I came here to do. Um, I feel like everybody deserves that chance and not everybody gets it. And if somebody can see something in somebody, then you're doing your job right and you're, yeah. you've been successful. You've done a lot of the kids have made an impact in me and a lot of, like, I've realised my own ability as a tutor or somebody who can teach, like, a, a young person. Like, I've, I've realised my own capability and mm. how I can actually help other people. So it's been great, great for me in that sense. And I think you've touched on something there that maybe some of the other guys can come in on. It's not just about teaching people how to play Sweet Child of Mine. No. It's, if, if anybody wants to come in on it, what, what, what else is it? There's been any number every night from the, the, the that picture that you're insisting on using. <laughs> that was possibly one of the first unique moments. We were learning the songs for the gig. And some of the songs that were chosen, I'd never heard of the artist. I don't like the songs. Yeah. And there was one in particular, and it was just the bizarrest piece of music, looking at it from a guitarist. Mm-hmm. I was struggling to get my head around it. So we got to the middle eight, and working through it with some of the, uh, some of the folk, and we got to it, and I decided, you know what? If, if I were musical director, at this point, middle eight, the guitars would drop out. It's far more interesting for the guitars to drop out and then come back in again. Right. And the young person that I was helping with kind of looked at me as if, is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? Yes, and we are doing it. <laughs> oh, bing. Honestly, it was a... Uh, yeah, it was a Eureka moment. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it had to be as per yeah. the record. So yeah. it's, it's those be... Kind of, and there's one every week. There's at least one every week. Yeah. Ah, to sort of follow on for that thought, right? That's kind of correct. We we spoke like a minute ago about the safe space and the community and the environment. Everyone can come in, no matter what you do or how you do it. And you know, it's not just for musicians or aspiring musicians, but it also is as well, right? There's Definitely. a lot of young players who come in. have got a little bit of talent. Kira yeah. was touching on it earlier. It's like you can drag them out of comfort zone and, and learn stuff. And you had an experience in the control room there, Craig, where like they had a Someone had the Eureka moment that they could take the creative control of their own piece of music. Yeah. And I've had it coming in here where I've seen young players doing stuff that I thought I was never going to see, or at least it was sounding torrid one week and then the next week you're coming in and like, guys are getting it, you know, and they're really engaged in what they're playing. 
that's it's really exciting to see. Yeah. Because you know, so. they do, like, and if there's any young people listening, I don't mean this in a bad way, but sometimes you see your own worst enemies. <laughs> some of the sad. tunes you pick, man, I'm like, oh, God, really? <laughs> We're I not going to really? name names. I'm guilty. Personally guilty. Not in terms of them being bad tunes, but just in terms of them being really difficult to play. And I, I relate to that. You were saying, Craig, you're looking at some of these tunes and going, oh, Jesus, I can't play that. No, I meant anybody else. Um, but I think that's... I think that's a real testament to the young people we've got because they are willing to push themselves, they are willing to pick things regardless of the difficulty level sometimes. It's <laughs> like, well, fair play to you guys. Um, but like I was saying off air, that's that's a testament to you guys as well because you are bringing the, an atmosphere that allows them to make mistakes and allows them to try things that are maybe a wee bit above their, their kind of skill level. They, they, young people don't do that unless they feel comfortable that they're not going to get ridiculed, they're not going to get kind of ripped apart for it. Um, so that's amazing. And I think, you know, obviously at the last gig, um, at the last fundraiser we did back at the start of June, there was a real kind of, a lot of that came to fruition. There was some really hard tunes getting played um, and really good um, audience reactions to it as well. So that's all working, man. Um, Chris, we've not heard from you yet. What's kind of been your highlights? Uh, I think definitely the... I was going to the primary schools and kind of, I can see definitely the kids benefit from this because when I went to the primary school that I was volun, I was kind of uh, tutoring mm-hmm. and when I was there it was, the only thing that was musical was we got taken into a room and there was a beat sequencer it was a, a four bar beat and it was clap, two, three, four, <laughs> clap, two, or click, clap, oh, click, and it was just, it was the same thing, it was, it, I think it was once or twice a year, mm-hmm. it was, we went in there and we did that and it was the exact same thing and they were going, oh is that the same thing, oh well never mind, and it was the kind of, <laughs> but definitely we real time, Ah, oh, pretty much. Aye, that, aye. Well, I mean, that was better than English and maths. That that's how low. Can, uh, that's how low they taught it. Uh, but uh, with that primary school, you can really see with some of the kids. I was teaching uh, the the kind of drums. I think uh, there was two other, uh, and they were taking everyone else and. Uh, I was taking the drummers, but there was this one drummer that I really kind of seen. I, w- I was in one of the, the, I think it was the first group, and anything I would throw at her, she would just go and get anything. It was like, see what, huh? And it genuinely, it was the drum prodigy. She was really, really good. And it's like, kind of, if we didn't do that there. She she would have yeah. it would have been high school and the thing with high school is it's all, it's all the kind of uh, the 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 drums get hogged in mm. high school but she could kind of realise her potential before she actually went over yeah it was really good it's right. amazing man and it, we love to see things like that and we love to hear stories like that because it's it's why we're here it's why we're doing the thing. Um, it's also amazing, I think, for you, Christopher, because like you were saying, you're kind of new in the door. And f- but for, for any, and he's avoided on it, to come in and lead a group, a small, a small group of young people 
as a volunteer, that is priceless for us. Um, it, lets, it allows us to do so much more creative stuff and it allows us to, to really put our heads together and think, right, how far can we push this? Um, so that's amazing. Um, it's obviously brilliant to hear that there's this all, all this cool stuff happening. As a member of staff in real time, I only really see the projects I'm delivering, um, which is, you know, probably about 20, 15-20% of the work we actually do. So it's brilliant to hear that there's all this amazing stuff um, going on across the board. We'll take a wee break for talking about volunteering for a minute because I, I say it's a wee challenge. We're all musicians to some level or another and we all, we've all got a really, I think the people in this room have all got a really strong relationship with music. Um, and I'm kind of stealing a thing for Desert Island Discs here but I don't care. They can sue us if they want. Is there a piece of music, it could be anything, is there a piece of music that like if you were stranded, you know, metaphorically or otherwise, um, that you would just need to have way and things. It's a wee bit deep, but um, if anybody wants to kind of kick that wee section off, I think it'd be cool for, for guys to get to know you a wee bit. So, mine's is a bit of a, I wouldn't say weird choice, but for my age and the kind of like music I listen to and also just kind of the person I am, it's maybe a bit weird and people think I've picked it specifically because of haha funny joke. But I really like Summer of 69. Partially because it was one of the first songs I learned kind of sort of as a volunteer in real time with other volunteers at the time who became so important to me. Most of the important people in my life came from real time. So I always hear that song and I think of that. And even more than that, I'm not a dancer at all. Like parties, I, I will not do it. I refuse to. But it's the one song that if it's one of those people will get me to go up and do some stupid terrible dancing and I look like an idiot. And every time I see a video, I'm like, oh god, never again. But it's the one song that will do it. And even though, like, I was not alive in the summer of 69, I was, my parents were barely alive. Yeah. But I still kind of, I get the feeling of, like, nostalgia and the memories of all of these people that I've met because of it. So, oh, it's not really the kind of song I'd be, I'd be, like, most people would expect me to say. I, I'd have to say that. Mm. You've totally knocked me sideways with that paper. I'm just going to hear about. I'm not surprised you say that. Like, because we were in here in yeah. Young Sounds all night, and it was getting to the end of the night, like, we were just sort of like bored of playing the same songs over and over again. But what can you all play? You play Summer of 69. None <laughs> <laughs> like, of you guys went, no. And she went, ah, you can. You're playing it. You're playing it. And then we went and got the chords out. <laughs> and right enough, we got a wee rendition of Summer in the 60s. And you dropped up and sang it. Yeah. Do you know, I didn't know that. But I thought you'd just picked it because it was easy. I didn't realise you were like in love with the song. <laughs> like I said, it just, it's happy memories. And it's, yeah. it's one that can, that it reminds me of getting out of my comfort zone, but still <laughs> feeling safe about it. And just a lot of good memories with it. Personally, uh, I think. I might have to choose I Don't Wanna Miss A Thing by Aerosmith. Um, it was my parents' wedding song. It was the song that they chose for their first dance. And I grew up listening to Aerosmith because I kind of developed my parents' music taste and expanded on it. And I grew up listening to them not realising how much the song meant. And then like years later, Every time it played, my parents would be like, oh, that was our wedding song. And I just kind of grew to love it more and more every time it was mentioned. 
but I'm on an unserious note. Because Paige mentioned that she would get up and dance to Summer of 69, another song that I would choose because I would constantly be dancing is Macarena. Mm -hmm. Well, we know what tunes that you guys have to play the next gig. Tempo did break. want to play Summer of 69 before they couldn't do the gig. Ah, well. Right, I'll go and still have to get this in my head right now, right? But mine's would probably be my hero with the My dad, like, he, he's a tyre fitter, right? But he used to go and call a lot, right? So he was always out in the van. My mum would always be out doing something like that, right? Here, I'm in the van, right? And I'd be out and I'd call out to him. And he'd just, he'd all, that song would just always go on, right? And see that line, like, there goes my hero, watch as, as he goes, there goes my hero, he's ordinary. But my dad was just an ordinary person, do you know what I mean? But I looked up to him, something chronic, because he just, I don't know, he just did my dad, do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I think, see, every time I hear that tune, it's just, it brings something to me that no other tune does, I Aye. suppose. That's really sweet. See that's well. cool, man. Right, cool. Next one. I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> you said there's an island song. That, that's a whole other one. I'd like to play expect to see blank faces here. But that would be a song by a Canadian band called The Tea Party. Oh, aye. Um, a song called Halcyon Days. It's the most tea party song that the tea party do. Canadian three piece, not that one. The other one, tea party. <laughs> or a song called The Losers by a band called Warrior Soul. Um, any, any number of different reasons. Um, when the Warrior Soul song came out, came out in their first album. And it's the first song I've ever heard, it looks like nothing I've heard up to that point. Now that up to that point is... Throw away... Rock. Um, this was rock, but it was like... It wasn't sex, drugs and rock and roll. Well it was, but it was like political commentary thrown in and some... Uh, oh, cinematic... Oh, lyrics. It was, if you haven't checked them out, check out Warrior Soul. But check out the albums in chronological order. The first three are flawless. A critical the, appraisal. Yeah. That's it's, good. They're coming in November. <laughs> I'm going to play a classic in November. And I will be down the front. It's the only band that I'll, uh, I'll be down the front for. The oh. only band. Cool. Uh, I, Colin. I took something a wee bit different for this assignment when I saw it. I like it. I was like, ah, oh, right, okay. That's that song that sort of means something to you, or it's done something, right? And I was like, I know what song that is. I was thinking, like, you're going to have to tie this back to your life, right? So, you know, like, music's always been my life. I think it's the same for everybody here, and you can you can sort of tie back your life back to this one wee moment. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I know what that moment was. It was way back, right? I would have been a teenager. At that point, everybody was listening to all the indie stuff, right? It was the charlatans and the... You know, the Stone Roses and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Everyone, yeah. everyone, right? And we were all getting into it, and I was getting into it and trying to learn all these bands and that. And then and I thought I knew all the bands, so I didn't know them all. And I was sitting there with my pal, right? And he says to me, You heard that band, eh? Yeah, that Primal Scream. I'm like, Aye, aye, aye. He says, You heard that song, Moving On Up? I was like, Aye. He's like, It's good, eh? And I went, No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shocking me. Terrible song. He said, Oh no, you can't do this big argument. Like, I'm like, Bongo's an Indian tune, you can't do that. So the argument erupted and he says to me, I can't stop. He says to me, Jen, you can do better. I, went, I think I can actually. So from there on, I went and learned the guitar. 
and you know the rest as they say is, uh, is yeah. history so primal scream for me wow. can't stand them but <laughs> i tell you what i take it on my desert island then because it would maybe inspire you to do something you get after desert island you'll learn take it off the desert island that's it so much it would build up the stamina to swim off the island anything out of spite i can always get behind i can do this better and now you're a musician that's amazing that's the motivation behind it beautiful man i love that people have taken all different stuff in us this is great um I don't know if that says much about my emails, but <laughs> it's like suitably vague. You say it's different in the email from what you said today. Ah, well that, I get used to that, guys. Um, right, cool. Uh, it's not because I like changing my mind, I just don't always remember what I've said, even in writing. Um, cool stuff. Who's Snow? Right, Jenny. Um, I'd probably, I've got two for this um, that are like my go-to's. Um, one is um, Who Are You Now by Sigma My Sirens. That song's always been like, well, they, them as a band, they've always been one of my favourites, but that song specifically, I always like to take as like a kind of, it's kind of, I like to listen to at different points in life and kind of reflect. The yeah. song kind of is, is a good word and I'm trying to reflect on yourself and I always find that good to compare back to when I would have listened to it in the past and been in worse places and I'm like, oh look, I'm, I'm a lot better now. It's a nice wee check-in for me. Mm -hmm. um, the second one, if you're putting it in the context of I am on a desert island, this is my song, Cha 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 by Caria. If anybody watched Eurovision, it's the Finnish ones. I don't, oh, know, yeah. I, can, I don't know any Finnish, but my heart and my soul don't know that. They, they, they are fluent. My heart and soul are fluent. See, when I hear this song, it gives me a level of energy that I didn't even know was physically possible. It unlocks something in me. So, see if you put me on a desert island and you give me that song, I will not only build a boat, I will build a yacht. <laughs> I will get off of there partying. You'll build a bloody mansion. Yes, <laughs> I will, that island will become my new life. That's you put that song on. Is that the one that should have won? Yes. Christopher's yes. uh, first. Yeah, you're throwing me because I'm trying to. Uh, he tried to uh, avoid uh, it. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got to go with. I've got to jump on the uh, Foo Fighters train again. Yes. I've got to go with the Pretender. Oh. That, that's really good. It's, it was at the point where it was kind of, I was just coming off from Queen there. It was that I got absolutely everything kind of thrashed metal, uh, Stone Cold Crazy, and kind of the, the whole Hot Space album and everything. I was kind of like, I, I'd learned most of it. And I was kind of like, what next? What, what, yeah. Where do I go now? Where do you go from Queen? Mm -hmm. So yeah, Pretender, like, mm. it's, it's a phenomenal, I'm a big guy for openers on albums, mm. and it's one of the best, like, opening tracks on a rock album I've ever heard, it's such a cool tune. Mm. So that was great guys, and obviously, like, part of, part of being a volunteer, a part of being a member of staff at Real Time as well, is being a wee bit open to the young people and letting them know who you are. Um, I was thinking about this a lot, actually, because I'd asked you guys a question, we don't ask people to do things that we wouldn't do. Um, can you like get away with it? Ah, no, no chance. No, and get me talking about music. Um, I was thinking about it. It changes every day for me, but the one that's been kind of haunting me in a nice way this week is a a, a manic tune. Um, the manics have got an album called The Holy Bible that's really jaggy, and gritty, and talks about really nasty, like horrible stuff. Um, but there's this beautiful bit at like track ten where it all turns into this really nice wistful thing. It's a track called This Is Yesterday. Um, and the reason I like it is because of the opening couple of lines. The opening couple of lines, it's um, Do not listen to a word I say, 
just listen to what I can't keep silent. That's poetry, man. Right, just, if I was standing in a desert island, I'd just play that last thing at night. So this is quite good, isn't it? It's quite a mellow, quite, quite a kind of mellow tune, but quite a philosophical wee thing. Um, so that would be mine. Um, between that and Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah. Mm. Which is the greatest version of the greatest song ever written, as far as I'm concerned. Um, anyway, we're nearly kind of out of time, guys. What would be cool to do for the last couple of minutes? Um, because we're trying to expand the team and try to get more volunteers kind of on board. Um, it'd be brilliant um, for you guys, if you feel like it, to just let any prospective volunteers that might hear this or might be listening, just let them know why you know why is it why are you here? Why is that good? What keeps you coming back? Why do you like volunteering for real time? See, for the purposes of recruiting future volunteers, there's actually quite a nice vibe amongst the volunteers. Mm. Right? Yeah. So it's it's a like open space it's aye there's no judgement aye exactly that exactly <laughs> that it's kind of hard to describe I guess real time in but, general is kind of like a family like like you went to a weird family gathering and at first you're like I don't know any of these people but then later on everyone's drunk and everyone's best pals and it's just weird and you know you're probably not going to feel this anywhere else yeah. but you're having a great time and it's absolute chaos it's it's hard to put into words besides just saying controlled chaos. Yeah. But everyone, like, you know, even if you've only just met them, they've kind of got your back or you're all here for the same reasons. No one's here to, like, be a jerk. Like, everyone's here for the good reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you create some really good bonds. And that includes, like, with the staff and the young people and the volunteers. That's anyone that comes into real time. It's always a positive discussion about other young people. Every time. Yep. Yeah. Never hear any derogatory comments. Never hear anything. It's always how it can be bettered or a good spirit experience that you had. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, so, you know, that's brilliant, man. I really appreciate you both bringing that up. And I think um, we always say at real time that we're pro-people. Um, and we're really lucky, I think, the, the, the young people that we work with, um, some of them um, feel at home here. And, uh, you know, the young people have said this to us themselves, that they feel at home here where other institutions that they're part of they don't feel so at home um, and maybe don't feel so safe so it's, it's brilliant that we get that feedback but I think that's been true for you guys as well you have helped create that but yeah we're kind of a bunch of weirdos <laughs> but we all we all recognise the absolute joy of being weird and we embrace it and we allow the young people to do the same so it's been brilliant um, seeing that and, and seeing you guys even on a night like tonight where we some of us know some people but we don't all know each other we can still come together and have a good laugh um anything else that that, that makes volunteering kind of worthwhile it's good for the soul yeah, yeah man good karma yeah. yeah it is yeah i would say as well it's like it's super super rewarding coming in here every week and just like seeing like the improvement in the young people and seeing certain people come out their shells and all that kind of stuff and like also one thing that i know is coming back that i've loved um it's just how much the young people feel safe to come to you with stuff. Yeah. And I remember again, like when I used to be in the Young Sound, like real time for me was just like one of the most important things I had. If anything, it was the only place that I would go and months or years of time, that would be like pretty much all I was doing. Um, and it was super, super important and it's great to be able to give that back and see because again, for a lot of the young people, that is the case and it is such an important part of the week. and getting to make that just a bit better for them and help them improve it's just it's like you can't even really describe how yeah. great that is. Also, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you go, Chris? 
Oh, right. <laughs> no, it's also every workshop is different. No workshop's the same. It's not the same kind of format. Even from school to school, you get different. It's different kind of groups of people, and they're all they all have their own kind of uh, amazing kind of personalities and everything. But from the schools to Young Sound to even the high schools, it is completely different atmospheres. I kind of noticed that when it was I was I was just doing the primary schools there. Came to the uh day the one the one kind of session of young sound and it was completely it was completely different it was mere mental I can tell you that <laughs> I, I, I loved it it was great it was yeah. but oh was that that Friday night that was that the Friday, Friday night, night. <laughs> I think the first thing I told you was that it was going to be absolute chaos but in the best way mm-hmm. I was like yeah good luck it's great but it's chaotic yeah. yeah. One of the best moments is always when you're on the way back in the van from one like one of your workshops and you're just all talking and you can discuss the kids that have came out of their shell. Some of those, as real time, like to call it magic moments. Yeah. Where kids that usually don't like involve themselves or interact have just been so involved, like expressed how much they want to take part and it's just great to see like like see it feels rewarding for you and it's most definitely rewarding for them yeah i think that like i said and i'll say this is you know for as long as we've got volunteers and from for as long as i work with you guys and um um, and I think that's why how I want to finish this, guys. These are all great guys. It's been a pleasure the last nine, ten months to to facilitate this and and to get these all into workshops and to see you guys developing as well as obviously the young people coming on. You guys are all different people through what these were nine, ten months ago in terms of your ability to walk into a workshop and and turn it on and do it. Um, and you've had to like I was saying off air. Uh, there's been moments where we really, really needed you to help the workshop happen. Um, and the workshops had have happened, we've not cancelled anything. Um, and that's something real time really prides ourselves on. So thank you, genuinely. Um, I wish there was better words to express it. Um, I think you know that all the staff really, really care about what we do. And to see you guys taking on that level of care and that level of um, responsibility is an amazing thing because it lets us know we've got a team that really cares about the work we're doing and about the young people. So. Um, thank you very much for giving your time up tonight to, to come in and, and commemorate this. Um, we've given it loads of saltire awards on it to folks who have managed to get 50 hours in Paige. It's at 500, which puts Paige in a very special uh, club in terms of real time. There's not many folks have done that over the years, but something for us all to aspire to. Um, and thanks for listening. If volunteering is something you're considering, um, get in touch with us via the website or via the phone and um, you'll get us and we'll have a good chat about it. Um, and for everybody, just on a personal note, just for everybody that's come out as a as a as um, an audience member for the last couple of fundraisers we've done, it, we've done three now, um, thanks for your support. Um, we've raised a lot of money for real time through these gigs, we're going to be doing more later in the year. Thanks for coming down and supporting the young people. Um, and well done to you guys as well, if the young people are listening. It's been a good start to the year, and we're going to keep going. Um, so aye, that's us. We'll sign off there, guys. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll have another wee episode of the online podcast soon.
Um, bye. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Say goodbye now.